Welcome, friend. Thank you so very much for making this broadcast a part of your day. I don't know what radio station or platform you're listening. Maybe you're listening via podcast or YouTube or Facebook. Maybe you're listening to a radio program as it plays out over the airwaves. Regardless, thank you so very much. I have a rhetorical question for you. Aren't you glad that somebody loves you? Now, I'll be very careful in how I say this. The fact that you would make this program part of your routine, or maybe this is your very first time listening, regardless, I appreciate it. But understand this. I, even if I said with as much sincerity as I could muster, if I could say, I love you, you could choose to believe that or not. And in all sincerity, really, authentically, I would say as to our listeners, the thousands of you that are listening right now, I do love you. The fact that you make this program part of your day, the fact that you donate to our ministry, the fact that you pray for us, the fact that you care about my family, I love that. But may I say bluntly, I don't love you the way that Jesus does. Nobody does. And I'm so very glad I can say that somebody loves me. Somebody loves you. Jesus Christ, from eternity past to eternity future, he has and will love you. Everything about you, all the bumps and warts and everything, he loves you. And that's why, for just a few moments, I'm going to ask you to pause. Hit that pause button in your life, whatever you have going on, and listen to this song. I think you'll enjoy it. It's from a project called Then Sings My Soul, the group. It's about 11 guys entitled... Friends sing the gospel. Now, because there's so many guys, solos are few and far between. But I think if you listen to the very first line of the very first verse of this particular song, you might just hear yours truly singing for just a moment. Bible Truth Music put this together. I think you'll enjoy this. You can find this particular project at BibleTracksInc.org. Just tap that donate button for more information. But listen now, somebody loves me, and I'm so glad he does. I'm in love with my Savior, and he's in love with me. He is with me from day to day, what a friend is he. Watches over me while I sleep, hears me when I pray. I'm as happy as I can be, and I now can say, Somebody loves me, answers my prayer. I love somebody, I know he cares. Somebody tells me not to repine. That somebody is Jesus, and I know he's mine. You'll be happy if you will let Jesus have his way. All to do every passing day. Feed the hungry and cheer the sad for the sinner pray. You'll have joy that you never had, and you then can say, Somebody loves me, answers my prayer. I love somebody, I know he cares. Somebody tells me not to repine. That somebody is Jesus and I know he's mine. Then at last when our work is done, he will call. 
Antony has prepared never more to roam. We'll sit down by the riverside, cares all pass away. And with never a pain to bear, what a happy day. Somebody loves me, answers my prayer. I love somebody, I know he cares. Somebody tells me not to repine. Somebody is Jesus and I know he's mine That somebody is Jesus and I know he's mine Well, wasn't that fun? I hope the fact that I had a short solo on that particular song didn't ruin it for you. Sometimes they try to keep me in the background, and rightly so, but every once in a while they let me come out to the microphone and sing for a little while. I hope you enjoyed that. Now, today we're going to look at and continue to look at the book of Nehemiah. Throughout this week, we've been giving a very short introduction, and today we are truly and really going to begin in earnest looking at this particular book of the Bible. Turn, if you would, to the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah chapter number one. Yesterday you listened to me as I read the first 11 verses, the first chapter, and we're going to review some of that. Look at verses one through three. I have a particular thought I'd like to lift out of here. The theme, of course, of Nehemiah, one of the themes is building or rebuilding. You see, the walls of Jerusalem had been torn down. The invaders that had taken away the people of Israel captive, they had torn down their defenses, their ability to ever be a world power, a strength in that region ever again. And they, meaning the people of Israel, were afflicted. Let's look at Nehemiah chapter 1 and verses 1 through 3. Read with me if you would, even if silently. The words of Nehemiah, the son of Hakaliah. And it came to pass in the month Chislu, in the 20th year, as I was in Shushan, the palace, that Hananiah, one of my brethren, came, he and certain men of Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews that had escaped, which were left of the captivity, and concerning Jerusalem. And get this, and they said unto me, The remnant that are left of the captivity there, meaning there in Jerusalem, in the province, are in great affliction and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem also is broken down, and the gates thereof are burned with fire. Now, we're going to draw some parallels to where you and I live right now. But the first thing that I'd like to lift out of this and draw your attention to is the fact that Nehemiah was concerned about his people. He had a concern for what was going on. I'd like you to realize this, that oftentimes our perception is our reality. And we get a little irritable when people say or do anything that counteracts the perception that we currently have. But Nehemiah here in scripture, not only was he concerned enough to ask about what was going on back home, meaning in Jerusalem, but he was concerned enough to listen. Sometimes we ask questions by rote and we don't wait for the answer. That's not what Nehemiah did. He listened as Hananiah, one of his brethren, said unto him, the remnant, get this, feel the sinking sensation that Nehemiah has as he is told this, the remnant that are left of the captivity there in the province are in great affliction and reproach, and the wall of Jerusalem also is broken down, and the gates thereof are burned with 
fire. Now, I'd like you to realize that the great affliction and reproach, that is part and parcel. And that is hand in hand with the fact that the wall of Jerusalem is broken down and the gates thereof are burned with fire. Realize that this isn't a time and a place where having defensible cities, having a wall and gates and fortifiable uh, fortifications means that you had strength in your region, meant that you could defend and cast out invaders, meant that you could survive and stand up to the bullies of that time. But Jerusalem, Part of the reason they were in great affliction and reproach is because of the very fact that their walls were torn down. And I'd like to point this out, that Nehemiah was concerned. May I make some practical application to where you and I live right now? I, my friends, I am concerned. You see, I made mention yesterday, but I'll refresh your memory. God has given us three institutions. Not only our family, not just our churches, but also our government. And here's the problem. I'm not going to focus in on any one of the three, but I'm going to raise your awareness of the fact. I'm going to challenge your perception, if you'd allow me, with this idea. All three of those God-given, God-ordained institutions are crumbling as we speak. Families are broken. The rates of a single parenthood. And please understand this, friend, if you're listening right now and you are, or you have a single parent, God is still good. As I said, if you are a single parent or you have been raised in a single parent home, realize that the heavenly father, the king of all eternity has you as one of his most prized possessions. You are part of the family of God and you are not in any way a second class citizen. But I think you'd agree, no matter where you come from and what circumstance or situation of life or family life you are in or have had, the family structure has been eroded. It's not where it should be. I'm not saying there's ever been a time in history that it has been where it should be, but I'll say this right now, where it is right at this moment, I don't know that it's ever been worse, especially in American history. The family needs rebuilt. Let's talk about churches. I know this past year, 18 month plus, has been a very difficult time for churches. Many are still making difficult decisions, and I pray for pastors on an almost daily basis. But can I say this? We need more churches opening their doors, not less. It grieves me that there are churches that are closing their doors week after week, day after day. There will be less churches open at the conclusion of this year than there were at the beginning of this year. Let's talk about government. It doesn't take a very wise person. It doesn't take a whole lot of discernment to realize that our government, and I'm not talking about whether or not someone has an R or a D next to their name, Republican, Democrat, or independent, or other other party, doesn't matter. It seems like across the board, almost without fail, that our government as a whole is heading straight away from the tenets of the good old Bible. It seems as though they're doing everything in their power to be as unrighteous, to be as wicked as possible, to promote wickedness, to promote things that are counteractive to the tenets of Scripture. We must rebuild. And friend, I for one am concerned. Let me ask you if you would, 
to be willing to ask the difficult questions, the questions that don't have good answers like Nehemiah did. He asked his brethren, what's going on back in Jerusalem? I think he knew, but he wanted to hear it straight from those that had been there. And he heard, and it affected him. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about his weeping. Let me ask your friend, when was the last time you weeped over your family, over your church, over your country, over its government? Are you concerned enough? You've been listening to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm going to ask you to continue tomorrow and throughout next week. Join us right here. God bless. Have a great day for his glory. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.